the thirteenth book of the Metamorphoses, uh, there's a Cyclops who is desperately in love with a nymph named Galatea, but he has no chance whatsoever. But Ovid gives him a a long uh, speech in which he tries to woo her, and this is actually reported by Galatea herself in horror at what this rough, uh, you know, gruff Cyclops has been saying to her. And uh, Ovid makes him, uh, gives him some of the characteristics of Homer's Cyclopes, that they're uh, pastoralists who live in isolated caves, and he's, he's very much of a rustic. Uh, but he also seems to have read Ovid's own Art of Love and kind of know how to how to woo. So it's an interesting combination of, of um, kind of rusticity and sophistication that Ovid pulls off in a very amusing way. It's also great for you Latin teachers out there who are teaching the ablative of comparison, because that, the, as you'll see, the, there's a whole lot of that in the beginning bit that I'll read. It goes something like this. A Galatea, more shining than the leaf of the snow-white privet, more blooming than the meadows, taller than the lofty alder, more dazzling than glass, more playful than the tender kid, smoother than the shells that are worn by the constant sea, more pleasing than the sun in winter, than shade in summer, more mobile than a deer, more conspicuous than a tall plane tree, clearer than ice, sweeter than the, than the mature grape, softer than the feathers of a swan or curdled milk, and if you do not flee, more lovely than a well-watered garden. And he goes on in that vein and picks up later, uh, Only lift your shining head from the deep blue sea. Come now, Galatea, and do not despise my gifts. He's offered her all kinds of... Um, you know, sheep and things that she might want. Certainly, I know myself. I recently saw myself in the reflection of liquid water, and I, I like what I saw. Look how big I am! Jupiter in heaven is not greater than this body. Uh, for you people are accustomed to talk about some king called Jupiter. I, I have a great deal of hair projecting over my grim face, and it shades my shoulders like a grove. Don't consider it an ugly thing that my body bristles with dense, stiff hair. A tree without leaves is ugly. A horse is ugly, unless a mane clothes his golden neck. Plumage covers the birds, and wool looks good on sheep. Beards and body hair are fitting for men. I have but a single eye in the middle of my forehead, it's true, but uh, it, it is the size of a huge shield. Does not the great sun see all things from the sky, all these things from the sky? And yet, the sun has but one orb. Candidior folio nive i Galatea ligustri, floridior pratis, longa procerior aldo, splendidior vitro, tenero lascivior haido, levior ad siduo detritis aequere conquis, Solibus hibernis, aestiva gratior umbra, mobilior damma, platano conspectior alta, lucidior glacie, matura dulcior uva, molior et cucni plumis, et lacte coacto, et, si non fugias, riguo formosior horto. Iam modo caerulio nitidum caput exere ponto, iam galatea veni, nec munere despice nostra. Certego me noi, liquidae quin imagine vidi nuper aquae, 
placuit quem mihi forma videnti. Aspic esim quantus. Non est hocor premaior Jupiter in caelo. Namus narrare soletis, nescioquem regnare joem. Coma plurima toros prominit in multus, umeros cut lucus obumbrat. Nec mea quod ridis horrent densissima saitis corpora turpe puta. Turpis sine frondibus arbor. Turpis ecus, nisi colla iubae flawentia velent. Pluma teget volucres. Ovibus sua lana decorest. Parba viros, hirtaeque decent in corpore saitae. Unest in media lumen mihi fronte, sed instar ingentis clipei. Quid non haec omnia magnus sol videte caelo? Soli tamen unicus orbis. You've been listening to the Latin Poetry Podcast with Chris Francese. Thanks a lot for listening, and don't forget to uh, send me your comments and suggestions.